Like, it just looks so much better. Um, hold on. Click, click, bitch. Um, ride it like a horsey. Ride <laughs> it like a horsey. <laughs> like no, nay, honey. Like nay. No, nay. What do gay horses eat? Cock. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back again for everyone. Hi. Hi, Hi Double D's. We're like, Surprise, bitch. We're I bet you thought you'd seen the, the last of me. <laughs> we're like waving into the mic as if anyone's in the I room. know. We should really actually think of it and do a video episode once, but then we'd probably need to hide out of studio because, bitch, we're not doing it on here. <laughs> my room is really nice looking, actually. I have done a lot to curate my own space and to make it my own safe sanctuary. Mary Kondo vibes. <laughs> Looking up on Pinterest, NYC loft aesthetics vibes. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, oh, she's drinking. Wait, can you hear that? Oh, it's like the beginning of Lemonade by Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing the wrong song, yeah. Sipping. Sipping. Well, I'm. I'm drinking alcohol, Lou's drinking coffee. Which is the same effect as alcohol, to be honest, That's isn't it? <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to the Dolls Discuss. Hello, it's Lourdes. It's Talia. If you would like to support our podcast and give us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really, 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 really generous, give us a written review on Apple Podcasts yeah. as well. Um, we're trying to push those five star reviews on Spotify to the hundred mark. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. And also, I feel like some snakes in the room <laughs> gave us some maybe like one stars because <laughs> our rating has been sitting at 4.9 for eons and eons and eons and it's really pissing me the fuck off <laughs> we want the five we want the five because it really should be at five but ask little wayne who the five star bitches there's ask obviously some better bitches out there who obviously want to see us fail and so they obviously gave us like a bad a bad a bad mark and like it's whatever but at the end of the day you're the one who's going on the spotify app and giving us one star meanwhile we're actually creating the five star podcast so if you haven't left Go a review <laughs> if you haven't left a review already then please leave us five stars because the dolls we deserve it and, and we appreciate it. it yeah I g why is there so many fucking pigeons on I know like they've been coming up to the window hi girl and like, I'll be hey, like girl, no hey. I'm literally always, in the bath I always think that pigeons are the rats of the sky yeah they truly are but then also that applies to me when I'm on an airplane so you are the <laughs> no literally the rat of Ryanair <laughs> Because, bitch, that'll be Ryanair. Oh, news. Me and Lauren going to New York. <laughs> New York. New York. <laughs> that's why this made you chaotic. <laughs> and um, that's literally half a glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, but so that's, we were originally going to do 
like a little like music review moment but I we thought it was best since it's been like a hot minute since we've done an episode and a lot's went Sorry, on. Sorry I'm jumping into all our news I'm not excited episode. Yeah so we just thought we'd do like a little catch up. This is gonna be who's phoning, phoning me? Yeah. Hold on. Hello? 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 Who is the phone house? And who are you calling, sir? It's not, sir. I'm calling from your phone house. Why did you say, sir, though? What, what makes you say, sir? Well, hang up the phone then. I'd remove my number from your catalogue and don't ever phone me again. Ever. Don't say so. She said so again. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? What is actually going on these days? <laughs> like, what truly? She was like, From okay, 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 sir. I was like, right. What the fucking hell? Anyway. Oh. Anyway. So we don't pick up the phone if it goes again. <laughs> <laughs> What we well, I leave that in. That was kind of funny. <laughs> this is real authenticity. <laughs> authenticity. Um, but what we're yeah, so we're just gonna do like we catch up. We like about a, a, like a chatty episode. Yeah, because they seem to be the ones that the girlies love the most. The people, double D's. Yeah, people love to hear us talk about our most intimate literally they're secrets. like that you may as well just describe your anal cavities to us and we're like that we'll post some pictures on the instagram Aye, literally um so yeah it's just gonna be chat 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 we've written some things down we will be talking about the album that we were meant to talk about yeah of course because we can't go without no, we, talking about exactly it. but it'll be well, a, a little bit more casual and then maybe in future episodes we'll yeah i still create, think create there, like there will be like a music episode to come because like we really have never spoke about that before <laughs> <laughs> but also we felt as if it was right to just like ease you yeah. back into because obviously we've been on a little... And we also were going to say that we were going to be drunk during this episode. I held up my end of the bargain. <laughs> I'm however, sorry Lou, that I'm however, shattered. So however, been... Lou didn't. So... I took one night off it because I've been drinking for the past two weeks. That's my catch-up, son. <laughs> um, what no, were you but I truly have been going off my tats recently. Um, yeah, speaking of double Ds, though... Um, We'd be bumping into them. Like hundreds of people so have, have been people. coming up. Like honestly, Char when I was at Charlie XCX, somebody came up. When I was out at, with the staff night, somebody came up. And it's so, so that's fucking two lovely. two people then, yeah. <laughs> hundreds of <laughs> yeah, Hundreds of people. Um, it's so lovely. No, it's really cute. So thank you for everyone yeah. who's been listening in. And I'm glad that you are all um, enjoying the moment, enjoying this with us, engaging with us. Yeah. We also obviously put a little thing on an Instagram asking what else people wanted to hear because we're just kind of like building up this big long list of things. And people have been suggesting really, really fun topics that I think we're going to yeah. have a lot of Some fun. Some of them, no, I honestly read them and I'm like, I do not know what that's bitch is trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, we may but. as well just rewind... Okay. That's like rewind, the rewinding sound. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. 
Um, uh, and go back. So, because I was I actually just before we started, I had to look back at my camera roll and think, what the fuck has actually went on? In these because past two weeks. Oh, I've got a spot coming. It's from been my face. it's been hectic, isn't it? Has it? Yeah, a lot has went on. What? So we <laughs> 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 we record that the last episode was out on the thirteenth of May. So obviously we recorded that on what the. 10th or the 11th yeah probably that was oh, that our way you yeah you've been away pretty much every week haven't you uh-huh so you yeah because that was the week where you're not just going down to <gasps> did i go down to england to manchester maybe no or it was, was it, it, it was brighton and then i went to switzerland oh yeah no wow. but, that, but there's been two weeks oh sorry yeah keep going there's been two weeks because Sorry for anyone who's listening in who might hear clangs and clangs. I'm just fixing the microphone. You know, because I'm the audio girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the sound guy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Fixed. Um, So I think that Tuesday, yeah, because that was a really busy Tuesday, actually, because I had been... The the last day that we recorded, I was I working. I Thank think you. I was working the tenth of May. It should be right. So it's the ninth. <gasps> Tico Tuesdays. <laughs> we need to talk about that. We need. To... Oh no, my tits. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then, um. Oh yeah. Okay. So me and Teddy went and saw. So right. Okay. So we went a walk in the turn. I bought, so I bought Lou tickets to go see Ethel Kane for our birthday. So we're going to New York. New York. New York in September. That's what I was talking about earlier. And then what else did we do? Me and Teddy went and saw Rebecca Black. (laughs) It was really random. But Amara was supporting. Um, She was was good. Yeah, she was fantastic. It was so good. Yeah, I went to Brighton. What were you up to? I... When well we did we recorded the last episode that we put out on the Tuesday and then I went on to meet my pal mind. What pal? Aaron. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. we Is went. Is that the to one the who cinema. went? Who was? Yeah. Or like yeah. The, there's some there's uh-huh. some. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we. Went to the GFT. Well, we had a drink. Then we went to the GFT and saw this Vivian Westwood documentary. That was really cute. That's then we went cute. for a drink after. And then I was a wee bit wavy. And then I came back because that was the day that my deed poll had arrived. And then I took it across Slay. to see Laura. And Laura is um, the woman, one of, a woman that lives across the road from me, who right when we first moved into the flat that we'd in, um, stopped me in the street one day and was like, I You're see really you. stinking. Yeah, she was like, nah, I've I actually called the police. <laughs> Open up the safe, but she's got a lot to say. say. Um, she stopped me and she was like, You're so amazing, so cool, so all this. And this was like two years ago almost, so bitch, you know, it was busted as hell, but she's <laughs> ever, ever since Stop. then, we've. Stop. Like, we kept bumping into each other, and then Monday we just sat down outside and, like, spoke for, like, 40 minutes, swapped numbers, and then we went for, like, 
drinks. And now I've just been going over to her flat and just having loads of drinks, girly time. And it's lovely. So I got her. So my deed pull came in. And obviously you're not allowed to have anyone that's related or lives with you that signs it. So I was like, right, well, that's absolutely in everyone that I know off the card. <laughs> then I was like, no, I'm going to give it to Laura because I feel like that would be like a <laughs> Laura took that shit and burned it. And she was like, ah, what's that do it? Put it in the van. <laughs> um, I, she signed it. We had a wee bottle of champagne, oh, champagne. It was a really cute We moment. love Laura snaps yeah, we for do. Laura. We do. And she listens to this. So. Like, she's listening and hello, queen. Um, so that was really nice. And then, of course, that was me. Stumbled across the road at two o'clock in the morning, pashed. Completely. Like, completely it's like, pashed. it's a fact that we're, I will at that. I can see you from our <laughs> house. Lying about her fucking living room, like, wow. Me and Spit were watching a film that night, and Spit w- look, went up to the window and was like, oh my God, look at them just rolling about. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely. Just like cackling. And we hadn't even had the champagne yet. <laughs> Drinking <laughs> champagne. Aye, champagne in the arse. So <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> drinking champagne. But, uh, yeah, it was really nice. I just I really appreciate and hold Laura very close to my heart. She's someone that's a kindred spirit, shall we say. Slay. Like, completely slay. Like, completely And then, slay. let me see. So, that was my... Right, let me... So, what day was this? So, that was Tuesday the 10th of May. Okay, so I we went... We may as well just do it, I'd honestly, right, let's just daily go... week. Let's just but go for the majority of my days will be like that. Oh, nothing. Oh, it, just, it was just working. <laughs> So I was in Brighton. Oh, and then, but the funny thing was when she had been through... No, I can't have my moment, apparently. <laughs> when she'd been through in Edinburgh, the fringe, and she went to see the Ladyboys of Bangkok, and she had those wee glasses that said Ladyboy Lady on them, <laughs> and then she pulled them out, and we were drinking from the cups that said Ladyboy. <laughs> so when I was in Brighton, I saw a Ladyboys of Bangkok Yeah, poster, I'm going down to Brighton. <laughs> I'm going on you to are, babes. You are the Ladyboy of Bangkok, <laughs> Uh, the lady boy of Bayliston. <laughs> so I was in Brighton playing two shows. No, because we went for, for a specific festival that I won't. That was the oh! day after. Oh, that's so cute. The the Doctor Who one. Okay, yeah. So, so oh, we, we went to Naked Soup. Yeah. So we both. Do they really do the double D's care that we went to Naked ah, Soup? Aye, right, we're doing a right. week. They care about everything, honestly. Right, okay, okay, okay. This so, is before I went to Brighton. Then. We went to Naked Soup that day and what did... We went to the Chazers. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, it was a really nice day. I mean, I think I was... Also, working. can we just talk about the fact that apparently there's just always hundreds of cute boys working in Naked Soup? No, completely. If anyone works in Naked Soup and is listening to this, you're hot. <laughs> you are like, really, 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 really hot. And I've just got to say... Massive you'll probably see me soon. <laughs> 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 um, no, but yeah, so that was a cute day as well, wasn't it? It was. And then I saw that basically we went into the Oxfam bookstore, bookstore, yeah. Yeah. And there was a big display of old Doctor Who books, and I literally shut you. Oh, wait, we should put, we should use that, that picture. That's one <laughs> yeah. of the Instagrams um, where we can do that. Because it was just a big display of Doctor Who books. And if anyone doesn't know, maybe I've talked about this before, but I like Doctor, like I'm a very big Doctor Who fan ever since I was like, how old would that have been in 2005? Seven. Ever since I was seven, I've I've always been a really big Doctor Who fan. Um, it's like my favorite TV show, so it's like my thing. 
mm-hmm. not a lot of people know about me, but it's my thing. And I walked into, I was like, oh my god, like that shit was a stand. It was, no, literally. And then they had one of the books. So the book, I'm gonna bring it over. You know how people usually have like Vogue books or like really gorgeous thick like coffee table art, books, coffee table art books, books on the coffee tables. When I buy my own flat, what will be sitting on the coffee table is this book called Doctor Who, The Inside Story, a definitive guide to the making of the new series, circa 2005 to 2006. Um, that's genuinely, <laughs> la- that's a coffee table book to be fair. And it's got Billy Piper and David Tennant right on the front, and then there's wee Christopher Eccleston on the back. And this shit was five pounds, Completely. That is a complete bargain. Like, completely. Um, I love that episode. Is that the one with the clockwork people? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you know, like, trivia, at that moment in time, David Tennant was shagging. Billy Piper? No, not Billy Piper. Um, The one who played Madame de Pompadour. But then is it not? I see the person that was then, the actress that was then on this TV show that was playing the doctor's daughter. That's now his wife? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's weird, isn't it? And and also, did you know, so that, so her, Georgia, Uh Georgia Moffat, her dad played the fifth doctor. How how cuckoo's that? Keep it in the past, like the Glasgow queer scene, isn't it? No, (laughs) literally, 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 we just be bucking and shucking everyone. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Actually, that's a good, that's a fun thing to talk about. I was just, before me and Lou started recording, I was obviously just drinking my wine myself, just sitting (laughs) here. And I was just speeding along through Hinge. What I thought the... it was field. <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> no, also, like... don't use Sarkat last night being like that. I'm to like my okay. date now. Aye, <laughs> 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 I, I can see that. Wait, well, I'm like, I'm to like I've still got the app there just uh, again. <laughs> so, what did I say field? I'm, I, to be fair, I'm passionate. No, it was hinge. Hinge, no. I was but going to hinge. What? And hinge can, hinge is coming up with. A few cuties, but whether the cuties like me back yeah. is a different question. And also, the cuties that I've matched with, like, I just it's think fine, it's... but also, I always just get very... I just think as well, it's like... Although... Hinge is also very formalised, and no, I don't actually, know if I want I something think really formalised. I would say that, like, obviously, the only really comparison is, like, Tinder... I feel like you get a lot of cooler people on Hinge. Like oh, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. But for then sure. also, my problem is, and honestly, I was talking to Teddy about this. See these menses that are like Plural. getting off on like this looking a little fruity vibe, but they oh. would never ever touch a fucking granny dick in their right, life. Okay. I'm like, that, stop it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But we do, I, I do love a wee fruity man. <laughs> <laughs> But. We know, bitch. <laughs> we know. No, but like, fr- like fruity men are the happy to live resistance. Yeah, no, I like, do. They, lo- they... I do love to see men embracing their femininity and all and that. Also, you and also, just having a lack of style, please. Uh, like, honestly, it's nice to see them step up. Also, you, up. usually men who aren't like as constrained in their ideas of visual expression um, will also 
adopt those same ideals yeah. and like their sexuality and the ideals of gender, which then just makes them safer partners for trans people. Yeah. It's like but it's of, also like some of them do have that, but it's not adopted to the thought process. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Ah, We were rooting for you. Like the soft boy vibes. Yeah, but yeah. I do love a soft boy. Like the softest. Literally, that's me. <laughs> soft boy. But no, I, I think what were we saying there though, sorry. What was that? You were talking about you scrolling through Hinge. Oh yeah, I mean like it's. It's just rotten. It's not. It's not necessarily rotten, but this, <laughs> this is what I was saying yesterday. It's like I am have came to a point where the idea of dating or even just the the act of it is just like genuinely quite exhausting. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have the energy to like, I don't even even have the energy to like fucking like spend time with half the people that I want to spend time with. And also it's like placing your worth or sense of self or validation in someone else, which I also don't like. I, I like the idea of like just meeting someone and like something happening in that kind of way. But also we are m moving with the times and understanding that the way, the way that we meet people is just different yeah. to, to how it used to be like five or 10 years ago and that's fine. But I think that before I was placing a lot of, even just using dating as a distraction as to what was going on in my life, as to what was happening, I feel like, it's just like, oh, like what, like what is the point yeah, in this? It's like, like, what I is mean, the it's fucking like, point? You have to ask yourself whether or not like, of course, it becomes exhausting because, like, basically you're getting to know this person or what, whatever sort of situation you're in to a level of depth for it then to just, like, end. And it's, like, and it's, doing that yeah, routinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, for, what, every one, two months, like, it's exhausting. And I think that people forget that, obviously, it's dependent on different people, but I know person, but I know from my own experience personally that, like, it's a lot getting to know someone and it's a lot to let that person get to know yeah, who I am as well and to just like talk about things. I'm a very emotional person and I'm also a very intellectual person. I love to be able to like talk and communicate deeply about different things. And I think that partners of mine have found that quite intoxicating to the point where like <laughs> it will be like I'm so emotionally intelligent and they're so like emotionally unintelligent so then the ideas that I am perhaps exhibiting or the thought processes that I have can be quite like oh wow that's so amazing that you're yeah. so insightful and you have like all these ideas and like you're so in touch with yourself and stuff like that but then again it's also like even when communicating with anyone in that kind of level is emotionally exhausting and yeah. it's like I shouldn't need to like do and it's like if you're not and like getting... if that, yeah and also if like if this isn't gonna go anywhere the same way as like if I was to like if we were to go storage, I know literally I'm gonna get that <laughs> shit framed um if we would like say and it's happened to us literally multiple times where we will go back to like a gaff or whatever and suddenly we're sitting there us two and everyone just wants to talk about fucking transness and like yeah. how deep it is and all that and it's like right okay this is great but like i'm just here to have a good I time i literally like we just here to turn <laughs> the fuck okay. up and it's like and it's we are more than happy majority of the time we talk about it but it's like see when people bring the conversation to you it's like that it's boring and yeah. it's like it's not even as if like any new ideas are being presented or anything it's the same yeah and, shit and also it's like people who just like don't understand like and I think that 
because I know that I have been like a victim of this as well. When you don't necessarily understand yourself or you don't feel comfortable in yourself, it's fun. It's like it's very it feels like very meaningful and gratifying to interact with people who are perhaps a little bit more sure of themselves yeah. because it, you can kind of like it it adds to something or you're able to get an idea of perhaps how you want to live your life or new ways of thinking and and different things but also it's like i don't know it's just dating in in general right now for me no that sounds actually really shady i'm gonna cut that out (laughs) (laughs) um yeah wait so what was i saying yeah but anyway what i was saying was for me right now with my career and shit I just don't think I just don't have the energy to like. Yeah, everything else is too demanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I like I can't, I can't, Mama. Which is so fair because I just feel like right now, it's just and it's like honestly, see, just the atmosphere right now, it's just draining. Like genuinely, being a human. Sneaky beats. Like genuinely, we'll get to that, (laughs) and uh, and we won't be bleeping that off. Um, um, we're but... gonna get done for defamation. <laughs> <laughs> She's deaf, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the weekend, so you were obviously where were you? Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, that's right. And then we went to see Charlie XCX at the O2 Slay. Academy, which was Charlie's honestly up to her pussy so much. She put on like a great. She really said, "I'm going to give this pop girly moment, and it's going to be class." And it was. But the O2 Academy, I just fucking hate that venue. Also, people acting up, people from the past acting up when they shouldn't be. Stop acting up. <laughs> just, 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 just be rude. Be rude, little, little freaks. People be acting. People from the past be acting up when they shouldn't be. Stop acting up. <laughs> going to turn that you get really riled up. I don't care. Um, but Charlie, no. <laughs> I'll cut that one out. I'm going to need to do so much. Editing. I know, Lashley, you're giving yourself harder work. But Charlie was really, really good. I just have an issue with the O2 Academy being the worst fucking venue in Glasgow. Right, you need to talk about Lewis Cook ordering a quadruple <laughs> vodka at the bar. Can you please tell this story? <laughs> like, what the like, fuck? literally. So, obviously, one, every single, basically, 90% of Glasgow's fucking queer community had been shoved in this 2,500 capacity venue. There was honestly about maybe 92 million people there. And you could tell, because people were acting up, they were acting up they were acting up i was in a different country and i knew they were acting up people were acting the fuck up you need to cut all that no i'll keep it in i don't care i don't care continue the story anyway and if you have a standing ticket in the glad in the auto, why was I going to say the Glasgow Auto Academy? <laughs> the Academy, there's honestly no room to breathe. So Shove we had done got there. No, genuinely, we had got there and um, Lewis hadn't had any drink yet because they met us just when we got there, and so they funny. went up to the bar. And obviously, <laughs> like the Auto Academy is fucking extortionate prices anyway. 
And it was £15 for a double vodka. Like, what the fuck? And of course, Luz got the most expensive mixer, Red Bull, and then said, do you know what? If you've got another, give me another double shot of vodka and a separate glass, because obviously you're not allowed to put more than two measures in, a, in one glass. Oh, is that true? A hand, Scotland. And then right at the bar, that bitch whacked that double shot into there <laughs> and the guy said, this will be £27. But <laughs> And Lewis was in their purse looking around like that. I'll need to use the guard. (laughs) (laughs) Banging out the couples. Like, honestly, so funny. But that's hilarious. It was really good. Um, I was just really busy and I was stood behind these people, like these short, really, really muscly guys. And bitch, you best believe I was jumping about crazy. I was like, oh, Charlie. And I, like, genuinely. On the spot, because these two big, massive guys would not move. I'm like, why buy a standing ticket if you're going to sit? People acting up. (laughs) Stop acting up. And then went to Nice and Sleazy's. And by this point, I was fucking right, because we had also walked. Oh, so I came home that night. Yeah, we had walked from the O2 Academy all the way to Nice and Sleazy's, which, to be honest, is sober. That wouldn't be that long a walk. No. But, bitch, I was, like, 32 million sheets to the wind at this point. Walked all... And also, literally, we didn't know clothes. And <laughs> the way I had my outfit sitting, it honestly made one boob look, like, massive. <laughs> and I just wanted running around with that big, massive, lopsided boob. <laughs> I was like that. The tats are becoming out of noise. <laughs> And then got to Nice and Sleazy's and again, fucking packed. And I'm like that. You can only sit about 30 people in there on a good day. And they say, here we go. We're putting 500 people in. The two DJs, well, there was three, I think. And two of them were in these big, massive, silver, shiny, mirable coats. And I was like that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then um, I thought I was being cute and my cousin Jenna Rita. Kizzle. <laughs> Might have tried to enhance the party and bitch, it was lights out. Oh, yeah. You, t- you, t- you enhance the party too much. Yeah, because I, t- I, don't, you... I don't like enhancing it that way, the, usually. The party enhancers overworked you. <laughs> you the, the, wait, hold on. The party enhancers weren't enhancing you. You enhanced the party enhancers. Hansing. Hansing, but... Um, but you're literally looking at me like I'm talking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this bitch is saying, but, but bitch, I'm, I'm living. living. And then just came home, ordered about 22 no, million. No, but it was, so, it was so cute. You probably don't remember this, but I had came home just before... <laughs> before Lou and Teddy had came home and... Clearly the party enhancers must have made you not realise that I was coming home that day because I could hear you coming up the stairs and I opened the front door and Lou just went, oh! And she just like grabs, grabs my legs on the stairs. I don't remember. And she was like, I didn't know you were coming home. I've missed you so much. I was like, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, I wish we had CCTV in the flat. That's cool. Big Brother vibes. <laughs> Did you see? They were tweeting, oh, there's going to be a drag race version and it's called Big Mother. And it's <laughs> going to be four weeks of dragon contestants in RuPaul. <laughs> That'd be really kind of good. It would good. be really cute, but it's all for you, Kenny. 
But Big Brother does come back next year, and I said, bitch, I'm a blind. Oh, no, no, you, you will win. You would win. And they'd be like that. Literally, true to namesake, he does the Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> if gay means happy, then I'm fucking straight. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, um, so what else have we gotten up to? Oh, right, so this gonna, my camera roll was bringing us to Edinburgh. But that's, but that's still so decent. Because that was literally about two days ago, bitch. Oh, I got a new phone. Oh, yeah, you did. New phone slay. New phone slay. Um, oh, look at that. I bought a cute bikini. Yeah, that one is gorge. Also, that skirt is gorge. I know. I've had this for ages. Um, when I was in Brighton, I bought a new bikini because I'm going on holiday. Um, that's the news. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Um, maybe we should just do see for the Instagram this week if we reference any pics and we feel okay with putting them on there we'll okay. just whack them on like a wee dump and be like that that um, a wee dump if you know you know uh, yeah 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 but, also um, it got announced that David Tennant and Catherine Tate were coming back to Doctor Who um, and obviously I knew this already from <laughs> the inside of tea from just the inside of tea and the spoilers and the reddits and all that but what the fuck and then I like 24 hours after the announcement all the pictures were coming up of them on set I was just like what the fuck like this is literally my dream coming and true and when is that going to be out Christmas? next year oh for fuck's sake and then also Yasmin, the girly from Heartstopper, is has been announced. like the new rose. So, inside the tea is telling me that she is Donna's daughter, which is so exciting. Um, and I say inside the tea being the Reddit post. <laughs> um, but that's insiders enough because, bitch, I'm evidently outside. And, I had no idea. And also, I'm not gonna lie, like. They were filming, and apparently Yasmin's character is shouting mum at Donna, so it's kind of obvious. But at then this also, point. any queer person shouts mum at anyone. Mum, <laughs> work, <laughs> bitch, work. <laughs> Miss Mama. Literally. Right, and then, so, so this is one of my funniest stories, actually. Was this the one you were meant to tell me? Yeah, I right, built okay, it up, shit. and it's actually not even going to be that funny. But I, what you do you. Is it nice? Uh-huh. Sipping. A Pinot Grigio blush. Like the harshest of blushes, if you know like me. Black <laughs> blush, Fenty Beauty blush. I would never be that. It's makeup revolution. <laughs> no, the that's... Sec, the that is a neon pink. <laughs> She's giving chucky. I'm dead. What the fuck, Annabelle's in here? <laughs> <laughs> I've only had my wee plats in. <laughs> Aiden Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell your story, sorry. What day did I go? It was Wednesday, so I. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. <laughs> so I went and met one of my really good best friends, A, for dinner. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> I love, like, I just love the fact that Lou always needs to um, define whoever she's like, I met one of my really good sister best friends. I met one of my really good friends. Um, another really, really good friend that I have. And did you know that I have so many good, good friends? And my good Judy, my friend. And then like, I met this friend who's also a really, really great person and a really good friend. 
All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just keen about background. Some of these cunts don't actually know us. <laughs> Um, so you met your good friend. Uh huh. My one of my best friends. We walk. <laughs> <laughs> we. So this was also the day that Rangers were playing Seville. It was. I had been out in town in the morning, and it was well, genuinely one of your really good. No, friends. that was by myself at oh. this point, and it was literally eleven o'clock in the morning, and I was running down Buchanan Street because I had to put my tips in that I had got from work and I was like out of gauche like literally decoy mode nothing like could not be arsed with even con. like could not what's that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> retcon <laughs> it's like mm, no keep going <laughs> <laughs> but like decoy no gauche full boy modes and it was that way where I had like woke up and I was just like, oh my God, who can be arsed with today? And then I got ready and then I literally sat on my couch and was like, I really need to go. I really need to go. So then I eventually got out and I was like, right, I cannot be arsed being out of here. And then running down and honestly, there's these like Rangers fans, 11 o'clock in the morning, running about screaming, shouting and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Ran down, got my tips put in, that was fine, came back. And then um, came back and I was just sitting and I was like, I should really do something. But then I was like, do you know what? I actually just need to not do anything for about a couple of... 52 million years. I literally just take a moment. And then I took my time, I got ready. And then I was wearing this outfit repeated the past week, but we'll just, <laughs> we'll just ignore it. Um, it's like this long black see-through. It's like a beach cover-up, but I'd be wearing that to restaurants. <laughs> and um, just like a black thong. And then I had this blazer over it. So that's me walking down to the restaurant, which is at the end of party. And there's, uh, obviously there's like crossings and all that and hundreds of pubs. There was hundreds of Rangers fans about. So I was crossing at the bottom of Byers Road and I'd put on my wee... 600 packet fake nails from eBay. <laughs> so I just glue that shit on and hope for the best. It's literally, like, you are hoping for the best. The, and the best is honestly it the worst. It never comes. <laughs> I honestly glue that shit on and I look away for one second, look back down, I've got no fingers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. But so the lights at Partick. The lights are on. No, <laughs> no, one's no home. one is home. So the green man came on. Oh, sorry, the green person. <laughs> <laughs> the green the green person came on. And that was me walking along. And I had my bag and my phone in the same hand. So then I was transferring it over. And bitch, the nail popped, popped off. off. My thumbnail popped off in the middle of the road. And I was like, what the fuck? So I quickly turned around. By this point, it was now red. I had spotted the nail. It had pinged right to the middle of the fucking road. And I had been like trying to walk like gingerly, like holding on because there was a big <laughs> slit in the dress as well. So like, honey, and I'm, I'm never talking. I'm never going to talk. Uh, like balls and cock flying about the whole fucking waist <laughs> end. And... The blazer was like just covering my, how do you say, arse <laughs> when I was walking. But 
the nail is on the fucking middle of the road at this point and I'm like that right these lights are going green these cars are going to start zooming towards me uh, I run back to the middle of the road bend over pick it up the blazer comes riding right up and then these cars start coming towards me beep their heart <laughs> But the filming was at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> They're like that hatter. <laughs> Get her, Jade. Wait, is then, that the story? Oh, what, were you not impressed? No, I <laughs> you had a, that was the story. You had a story before. No, that was the story. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. Did anyone say anything to you? No, the car's just speaking. It was, was like, just a film man. You're like, I'm an emoji. Um, and then went and had some nice dinner and drinks. And then we went through to Edinburgh. Oh, bitch. Right, before we get into <laughs> it, I'm going to go piss. Okay. Go, go piss, girl. How's everyone been? I've just been out here looking really, you know, gorgeous and trying my best and a world that is positioned against me and, you know, just working loads as always. It's just annoying and boring having to work all the time, but you've got to pay the bills. Afford lots of shy clothes and makeup and hormones. Yeah, I've not really got anything else to say. Has anyone been listening to any good music or anything? There's been some really good albums out recently. Florence and the Machine, Slater, Evelgain, of course, but we'll get into that. I grabbed a snack on the way. I've just been whispering into the mic. Fuck, I'm sorry for anyone who has, has had to do that. <laughs> um, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Do you want to start the Edinburgh? So, Shauna, um, our, one of our good judges. <laughs> Another great friend. <laughs> um, Miss Cabbage, the DJ, was playing through an event that me and Tally have went through to before. When you played... I literally played that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> if you would let me vanish. This wine is making you the bouty bouty bitch. Oh. <laughs> Betty boot back scratcher. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so we were, we were, like... At first, I had woke up that morning and I was like, oh, I really cannot. But we'd already told Shauna that we were going and it was going to be a cute night. So we were like, let's go. I'll be fine. So I finished dinner, came back, we got changed, ran, made the 10 o'clock shop, got some drinkies for the train and then zoomed all the way down to Central. We honestly thought we were going to miss the train because we had like two minutes to spare. But bitch, you best believe all our little... Legs were pounding that fucking score. All our little legs. <laughs> that fucking Glasgow Queen Street floor. And perhaps we made the train, so we're sitting on the train. We were actually having some really deep chats on the train no, like, before the club, like, like a way chatting. to get like a way to get in the party. What vibe. are we talking about actually? 
Just him, I oh, take trans. up too much space. Yeah, and just um, and then yeah, so we were like, we're ready. So then we <laughs> that's that's is where so we get off the train at Waverley. This is where it gets to crickets. We get um, off the train at Waverley, and we're like, okay. Tiles is like, I actually need to go and pass. So we're walking to the toilet. Tiles is literally just in the doorway of the toilet. This wheeled woman has just come out the accessible toilet. Actually, must have blasted the pan because bitch, you could fucking smell the shit <laughs> wafting through. And turned to me and Teddy and was like, the men's toilet is over there. And I was like, well, excuse me, but nobody actually asked you. Like, literally, we weren't even speaking to you. Nobody's fucking asked you. And she was like, oh, no need to get cheeky. I was just like, you know, and I was like, but can you tell, like, when did we ask? Like, when mm. did we ask where the toilet was? And also, it's that, it was that thing of, like, you two were literally just waiting. Genuinely, like, not like, even... You weren't in a queue. There was no queue. There was no, there was no like, um, needing to go to use any facilities or anything. You were genuinely just waiting outside of the women's toilets for me genuinely and it's like like and she genuinely like came out of nowhere and i was and then was like no need to get cheeky i was just letting you know and it was like i'm not being cheeky i'm retaliating to you saying telling us the men's toilets are over there i didn't fucking ask if they were so then that was her she like waddled away fine and then we We waddling. were walking out and then she'd obviously like grabbed a seat over at the like waiting bit and she's like, have a great night. And I was just like that, fuck off. Like, what, yeah, like, like honestly, okay, she's uh, an old woman and all that, but also no, don't no, be no, a no, fucking no, cheeky no, no, can. No, 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 but also, you know for a fact that if anyone else was standing outside of those toilets, the mouth would have been closed. Yeah, she wouldn't have said anything. She wouldn't anything. have said anything. And it's like, you're, de- you're deliberately, and this is the thing that, I think a lot of cis people who will then marginalise trans people don't expect. They don't expect an answer back. So as soon as you give a reply to the shit that they've been talking, they're like, Uh oh, I was doing this or I was doing that or whatever. No, you didn't expect us to be a cunt back. And now that we are being a cunt, you want to jump on the defence because what you think that you've said is like an acceptable thing to say. Aye. But ultimately, we're then showing you how much of a fucking asshole you are. And you actually can't handle that fact. And like, if you genuinely did not want to be moved or affected by the situation in any way, shut your fucking mouth yeah. and walk on and continue living your life. Like she could have just not had like she could have just lives. not had that interaction and it would have been she fine. She didn't even do it. she literally went into the toilet to have the to- like go to the toilet <laughs> to have a toilet to have, to have a toilet bitch. She to go to the toilet to then sit and wait for a train. It's like you within those interactions you don't need to talk to anyone yeah. you're not with anyone no one said anything exactly. no one's came up to you so bitch why are you starting shit and like, as soon as we as trans people talk back to the shit or further retaliate or reply to the shit that's been brought to our front door it's like oh woe me i'm not a bad person da, 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 da. It's like, but no. you best believe the cunt that was working there um the toilet person for scotland was working there was passing himself laughing when i was laying into the batch because right. sorry i'm just not taking it all whilst wearing a top that said i love anal <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we were like, okay, whatever. So Let's... then we've not even, we've not even hit sneaky. <laughs> no, bitch, we've not even left fucking Edinburgh Waverly. <laughs> so now we have, we're walking out, and then you know how Edinburgh, a lot of it, like when it's Old Town, New Town, there's like different levels. It's so we're on walking, top of each other. We're walking up these stairs, and then there's these men outside this pub. And do you know what? This is the thing that just makes me howl about people that are going to say something. These men had like seen us at the bottom of the stair, started screaming stuff. And then as we were walking by, was continuing to say stuff. And bitch, nobody could fucking understand what they were saying. They were genuine and they were incessantly going. And it was got to the point where I was like, can you literally speak English? Because nobody knows what you're saying over your horrible Edinburgh accent. And it was like that. It's funny that you think you're being the funny bitches here, but honestly, we're laughing at you. Yeah. Like, genuinely. And that's us. We finally got to the old town. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally, finally, finally get to Sneaky Pete's. Yeah. And what happens? So we get to the front door. <laughs> set the scene. Let me set the scene. <laughs> if you've ever been to Sneaky Pete's. We get to the front door. Everything's all dandy. Yeah. But... I forgot to text the promoter for an extra space on my guest list. So I only had a plus one. And bear in mind, there was two people <laughs> Two me. extras. Two extras. So I had to be like, oh, fuck. And so I, me and Lou get our stamps. We walk on in. Mm-hmm. Lou's like that. No, I'm going to go back outside to stand with Teddy. And I was like, fair fucks. I go in, get the promoter, get the guest list sorted. Everything's fine. As soon as we all went to go in as a three, the promoter asked Lou, do you have any ID? And we're like that. That's funny because you didn't I you didn't ID her when we were going in the first time, so I don't really understand why you're IDing her now. And it was like, it's policy, ID. And we were like, right, okay. It's funny that you've literally asked the only bitch who actually doesn't have ID <laughs> on her. Yeah, so ID. there has been, I, my bag went missing. With my provisional in it, <laughs> missing in my ear a few months ago. And then when I was in Liverpool, I lost my passport. So I actually don't have any ID. <laughs> and honey, going up to the front door of clubs and saying, my face is my ID. ID, motherfucker. It doesn't work. They're like that. That may be your ID, bitch, but it's declined. <laughs> face guard on and it's always, it's always declining. Um, so that was fine. I was just like, do you know what? It's fine. I'm good. There's no point like rising to but anyway but because of the fact that lou had literally gotten in and walked into the club and gotten a stamp without having to ask id i asked about so i was like right okay what what has been the change in situation where you're asking her now for id after she's literally gotten a stamp and walked into the club like what is all that about and just grunts and moans and gargles and fucking like rumbles <laughs> from and I was like you know what whatever Lou was like I'm just gonna go home was, me and Teddy were like right okay but didn't ask me for ID and he was like oh yeah but I've seen you in here before and I was like that's funny because the only time I've ever been in here is with Lou <laughs> like the only time I've ever came into this club was when I needed to play and Lou was literally right next to me and it's like she stands out a lot more than me. So if you're really, if you're gonna talk the talk, walk the walk, bitch. Like, 
How does that make any fucking sense? Because like, it's that same as like, Jack, come go to the bed, but everyone that comes through last club, and I was like, no, but you would remember me, babe. <laughs> Especially when each time I've been in minimal clothing. <laughs> so we're just like, right, whatever. And then so we get into the club, blah, 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 have a moment. Me and Teddy come out a couple of minutes before Sean is set, having a ciggy. I go to walk back in. The other bouncer, who's apparently just started a shift. I heard you talking shit about my colleague. Do you know what? You're clearly interacting with me in a way that you're wanting to get a rise and I'm not going to give you a rise. So I just purely walked away. And then he shouted from the back, that is a fucking arsehole. And I was like, who the fuck are you talk calling that? Again, Shauna hadn't played yet, so I didn't want to leave. So I wasn't going to rise to it. I walked back in. Still kind of shell-shocked at the fact that, I one, I had not said anything about his colleague at all. Like, as soon as we came into the club, it was like, I have nothing to say about the bouncer. Like, Lewis had to go home or whatever, that's fine. But, like, I genuinely have nothing to say. Yeah. Like, and the, it's the fact that, like, he's, he literally sat and said that, like, I had said something outside of the club whilst I was having a cigarette. And, like, there was literally multiple people with me and, like, nothing had been said and... It was just, like, there was people going up to him being like, she hasn't said anything. Like, we've been standing with her all night and we've just been smoking and stuff. Like, she hasn't said anything. And he was still adamant that I'd said something. It's like, right, okay, whatever. You're clearly, like, wanting to start an argument or, like, trying to, like, m manipulate or victimise, like, a certain person within this situation in order to try and get, like, a rise out of them. I'm just not going to do it. And then Shauna plays us set. Cunt pissy bitch moment. Yeah. So good. So, so good. And we're like, wow, what the fuck, Shauna? That was so fucking fun. And we have a really, really good time. A really cute time. So Shauna's set finishes and then we go outside for another sticky. And at this point, me and Teddy are like, we're going to go. We need to go. Yeah. So we're like that. I'm like that. Do you know what? I'm leaving. I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to engage with a conversation with this bouncer and talk to him and wonder why he thinks that I've said a certain thing about his colleague. Because also, I have a really nice relationship with Sneakies. I know the owner of Sneakies. I know several people that work at Sneakies. I've played Sneakies several times. I don't want there to be any black blood. I don't want there to be any kind of like... Animosity. Is that Animosity. Anim yep. <laughs> I don't want there to be any bad vibes between yeah. us. And bouncers are usually the people that always win in the situations, yeah. let's be honest. So I was like, do you know what? I might as well just chat. I go up to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering what perhaps you heard me say or you thought you heard me say to allude to you thinking that I was talking bad about your colleague. And he was like, I heard you, I heard you saying blah, 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 blah. I was like, right, okay, what did I say? Uh -huh. Please tell me what I said. And if I agree to, if I admit to like perhaps, oh, maybe I did say that, I'll admit to it. Yeah, I'll say this, I'll say that, that's fine. Like I'll admit to it. Couldn't say what I said. Yeah, and I was not. like, right, okay. So it's not like you're, get, you're adding two and two and getting ten, babe. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not making any sense. Like, you can't tell me what I said. You're just going to say that I 
bad mouthed in quotation marks your colleague but you're not going to give a specific rendition of what I said you're also going to start shouting in my face start getting physical then threatens to be physical with me threatens to break my fingers and at that point he's screaming in my face the CCTV of this of him screaming in my literal face Shauna puts her arm in between me and the bouncer says don't speak to her like that the bouncer then pushes Shauna's arm, which then hits my face and then pushes me with his left hand to then... <laughs> so I was pushed. <laughs> but I went up to him and I was like, you're going to fucking regret that because you have no idea who the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> Talia says pushed, but really she'd been drinking water all night. <laughs> and, he, and then he was like, who are you then? Who are you? And I was like, you're going to know. <laughs> you're gonna know you're gonna find out soon sooner or later you're gonna find out and you are gonna regret that <laughs> and before this had happened also i should mention that teddy had jumped in to defend me saying we've been together all night talia hasn't said anything about your colleague blah 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 and then the bouncer was like why the fuck is he talking to me and i was like whoa Hold on. <laughs> they them. Like, literally, what? The why point? are they talking to me? And he was like, Yeah, I heard you. And I'm going to keep saying he. And I was like, Right, okay. So, really. Oh, so she wants to come for mother. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, she's really wanting to go there. So, I was like, Right, okay. This is clearly like, first you call me that. Then you threaten me with physical violence. And then you conjure up some kind of idea that I've said something about your colleague, but you can't allude to what I've actually said. You then want to misgender my friend and do all this. It's giving bigot. Yeah, it's completely. giving transphobe. It's giving really, really horrible, horrible, disgusting person. And you know what? If you want to behave like that, that's fine, but I'll make sure it's seen to. Yeah, trust and believe, Mama. Trust and believe, Mama. And like... Obviously, no reflection of Sneakies because I then found out from several people who live in Edinburgh that this bouncer was an externally contracted bouncer, so he doesn't work at Sneakies all the time. So no shade to them. I think that Sneakies is a wonderful venue and I've always felt really, really good things from them. They have a great staff network. Um, all of their staff are great. But it's unfortunate that the behaviour of these bouncers have had to have significant reflections of the space in and of itself. And ultimately, the space can might be in, inherently not bad, but if you're going to hire people like that, then you're going to need to deal with the repercussions of their behaviour. Yeah, exactly. And there needs to be an ownership and a reflection of that and to make sure that that, that, that doesn't happen again. And, like, it was a horrible experience. Afterwards, me and Teddy were walking through Edinburgh city centre just to get to bus station and like honestly the most amount of transphobia that I have ever experienced in my full entire life like it was fucking horrible people calling me man and bro and all this kind of shit and like I don't even want to get into it because it's yeah, just too yeah. much but yeah anyway that was that and yeah we have like not gotten into anything yeah. that I've watched. <laughs> so we're gonna need to keep going. Yeah. Hi. We're gonna need to keep going. 
Um, so yeah, and that was that. And I don't know if I'm even able to keep that in, in the podcast, quite frankly, because um, discussions are still happening. And <laughs> like, <laughs> like my team are like talking to Sneakies at the moment and... I don't know if I'm even allowed to... Well, or I We can might say, just need to bleep it out. I can say whatever the fuck I want, but right now it's like a... It's a, it's a tender trail. Yeah, it's a... It's a... What's the word? I don't know. What's in your bag? Like, uh, what's... Um, so, yeah, and then I went on a lighter note, a lighter, funnier note... What? I had my first staff night out in my new job and we went to the new Delmonica's, which is quad. Quad. Quad, quad, quad. And of course, what the fuck was on? Karaoke. And of course, I'd had literally about one drink at this point and Teddy and Ella were like that. We're going to go up and request you what songs you want. I was like, do Lady Gaga Judas and you best believe I was called at the end and I would march up there and my wee bit of fabric that I was calling the dress (laughs) and did a whole fucking routine. I'm just a holy fool and baby, it's so cool but I'm still in love with Judas, baby. And honey, the roof was blown right off that fucking place. You look like Delmar because I want you fucking <laughs> and the fact that I was like that at the end went to do a mic drop but I was conscious of the fact that if you just drop the mic it's probably going to break so I, be- <laughs> I slowly bent down and went too <laughs> <laughs> Miss like Bella that. Houston's wig was blown right off she was like ah, wow. you were like that I make placement on the floor genuinely but bitch it was fucking amazing um, so maybe that'll be my new thing karaoke <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no But no That was a really cute night And then Yeah I don't think anything else Any other significant things Have really right. happened Right Let's So I have several things That I want to talk about Okay Let's do it Preacher's daughter Like how long you got Jesus fucking Christ So like, you tell you t- you tell the story. You what is the story? The story is the background of our relationship with this artist and how okay. much we love her work and yeah. how long we have been waiting for this album like to genuinely, come out. Like genuinely, before it, came, it was even officially announced. And it came out, when did it come out? Last Friday? No, last, the 12th, so last Thursday. Right, no, 12 I, days ago? Mama. Yeah. Life is honestly flying by. It's stressing me the fuck out. Um... But yeah, so we've been waiting for this for ages. It's been like the longest, what, like year, year and a half that we've been waiting for a full completed work because obviously we've been following her since before Embridge. Also, we should say that... That's Ethel Cage. It's Ethel Cage. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like no one needs to know that. If you follow, if you listen or like pay close attention to either of our social media, you'll have seen it. But before the Embridge EP dropped last year like we've been following like obsessed with all the soundcloud shit everything we've been waiting for this album before it was officially even announced and then obviously it was announced we lost our shit and then it's just been a slow countdown to the actual release date so then the release date came and bitch our socks are fucking Dicks and tits were blown right off. (laughs) Of course, we knew it was going to happen. Like, what a gorgeous album. And also, to do that on your... I mean, we had high expectations because, like, the music that she's been putting out 
has always been stellar. And this is just shit that she's been like, I whack that on SoundCloud. So we know that like the official moments would yeah, be cute. Be so um, but yeah, it's just a gorgeous conceptual story, character arc album that you need to listen to. And honestly, I really don't want to like, be like, toot, toot, toot. But I really feel like we've spearheaded this mov- movement of FLK fans in Glasgow. Who mean you? Mm-hmm. Like genuinely, so? I feel like. Yeah, do you know what? But also, you know what? I will yeah, say. We have, but we also, have. I will because s- people were acting up. Oh, I shouldn't be saying. That. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but right. we. No, we. But have, also, we have, I really do think. I really do think as well that the thing that like properly propelled her was that every time Spotify single like gorgeous, and now she's been getting playlisted left, right, and center. Like the her. These new songs are making major numbers. Like hard times, it's like nearly at fucking. F- yeah, but they put. Yeah, because the label of Pat. Yeah, they propelled hard times as like. As I, but like, that as is, like the, I love the, that this, one. That's gorgeous. The one that should be promoted more. But because more. it's like because what are they going to do? Promote a song that is eight minutes long. Yeah, but then also <laughs> like yeah, I guess so. I'm um, but. Yeah, so the album is called Preacher's Daughter. You should absolutely fucking listen to it if you've not. It's fucking amazing. Listen to it from start to finish Uh because it tells the story of the character Ethel Kane and... Which is actually a really, really interesting kind of, like, way of delineating and narrating... Because it's like she's telling her real-life experience. And even just when... Even just listening to the the project in of itself and the intricacies sonically and verbally in terms of storytelling, when you do look at um, the lyrics on Genius as well, it, it kind of tells the story in a in a more kind of what's the word that I'm looking for. Um, the the story on genius enlightens you a lot more in a way that's more like written and cohesive so like as like someone who is dyslexic i can listen to the album and understand that like it's a really really solid album and a solid project and piece of music and sonically it's fantastic but sometimes when you are so intrinsically captured Captivated. Captivated by the sonics of the project in itself. You can not pay as much attention to the actual lyrics of each song. And so that's why I found really beneficial through looking at the album through Genius and that there was a description on each song and what each song narrates within yeah. the storyline of Evil Kane as a character. Um, which I was really thankful for because it was just like really, really fantastic. Yeah, and you, I, I, like going on that part, it's like you'll know that sometimes you've got music on the background and whilst you're li- listening to it, you're not always absorbing what is being said and then before you know it, two minutes have passed and you know you, that you've listened to the song but you've you not taken that. But on. I love, one of my favourite pastimes is going on to Genius, taking a screenshot of those lyrics and whacking it on social media as if anyone cares. Like, literally, nobody's, honestly. Nah, bleach these, these deep, deep lyrics and everyone's like, ah, what actually traumatic has happened to you? You, you relate to these? <laughs> um, but, let me just sing an expert, except, no, get on. Um, I, I'm going to play my favourite bit of the album. 
Wait, that's my music. Wait, it's coming up. Oh, here it comes. Here we go. Meant to be, it will be. Shady Grove, that fast. <laughs> Shady Grove. But yeah, that's a gorgeous one. And also, we'll just say this quickly, and yes, okay, maybe because I'm a fucking crazy like fan, but fuck you, Pitchfork. Fuck you. Like, I'm over. That was the, bad. That no, was, it was, it, it was, it was, it was bad, bad for, her. for Pitchfork because, I mean, again, Pitchfork has lost its, like, um, I don't like I culturally I don't think that they perhaps have lost their hold on the music oh, industry. No, but what I oh, think what is this? Uh, no, it's okay, it'll just record <laughs> over it. But what I think that they have lost is that there is such a huge amount of music that is coming out currently and that it is hard for them to curate these really well thought out, meaningful reviews of all this music, like they can't have X, Y, and Z reviewing multiple albums yeah. each day and thinking that those reviews are gonna fully complement the album yeah. as a whole. And also they seem to have a reputation of reviewing albums and giving them bad marks to then revisit them years later and then give them a good mark. And it's like, it is not our fault as artists as listeners as fans as people who consume your media media we are able to tell whether a good album is a good album or not and we are literally replying to your reviews talking to you as fans being like this is wrong this is incorrect and you will regret this and they will sit on it and be like no we stand with it and then that's Two, true. three, four years down the line, it's like, sorry, we made a mistake. We didn't realise the cultural impact that this album and was going like to have. Boring. And we're going to rescore it and all that. And it's like, right, okay, it's fine for you to do that. But fundamentally, you rescoring this album years down the line will have no further cultural impact on what the artist has done in their career. Aye. If you had gave the score, the correct score when the album had came out you would have had more impact on exactly. that artist's career doesn't matter whether you made a mistake or not it's the same way it happened with charlie and yeah, sophie vroom, vroom. it's like that okay this ep was a fucking moment and everyone could see that it was a moment and it was a complete 180 from what charlie xcx's discography had been yeah. so far and so but because one of your journalists didn't agree with, with like the ideas of the album or the concepts. It's like, right, okay, we're gonna give this a five or four also, or whatever. But then years later, as soon as they see the impact that it's had, yeah. not only on like 
the queer community but creatively on other music producers and other artists it's like we're gonna give it we're gonna rescore it and we're gonna give it its dues and it's like that that's great but uh, nobody but, cares now yeah and also like charlie and sophie what negatively impacted by your review yeah exactly it doesn't change that it doesn't change the fact that the artists were negatively impacted by the article that you yeah. put out and it's just like it's, it feels like it's very it's, it feels very if, I mean if they're going to argue and say that taste is subjective and music sounds different to everyone then what you need to do in order for a fair comparison to be made you, you make, have to have a more, panel you need to of have people more, yeah, exactly. you and need then to have you pull in the people. aggregate and you say okay on average you've given it a 9 you've given it an 8 you had a 4 because see at the end of the day Ethel Kane a 24 year old trans woman from Florida like her experiences and the relation that people will have to her music will probably fall best on listeners that she experiences yeah, with yeah. her. So a uh, what thirty-one year old, thirty year old man, cis man from like, Milwaukee, like, like who probably on. lives in his fucking parents' basement. Yeah. Where is the relation? And also, I just have an issue, but it's like if Pitchfork is going to give these people albums to review, then do like a quick edit and like. Send but it also, to the initial review saying as, this is a 90 minute yeah, album, it's 75 how minutes. How are you going to greenlight a review that is factually inaccurate? And it's also, it's just like that. Why are you still continuing? Like, this whole thing of like, stop comparing women to women, and then literally, in four lines into the thing, you're going to compare a song to Taylor Swift, and then just continually put compare. forward this. Lana this, Del Rey narrative and it's like this that. This is the difficult this is the di difficult thing when we're talking about women and music and creating our own artistry. I also just want to quickly add that what was I gonna say? Yeah, so I think it's also ultimately really, really unfair for Pitchfork to back Ethel to the point where they're saying she is like one of the best up and coming artists. Yeah. Of our generation. Capitalise off her image. Capitalising off of her image, capitalising off of her sound, to then give her such a half-hearted review, like a 6.4, and then initially inbred, what did inbred get? Like a 7.8 or 7.2, I think it was 7.8. And it's awful that th this, ex this situation has even happened, but for you to then invite her to play at your music festival to say all this stuff about her in the press and all that and then to not even get someone substantial to review her album and to give it the right critical thought yeah. and thinking and then also to just compare her to Taylor Swift and Lana Del Rey. It's like, this is what I was saying before, when you are a woman and you are in music and you're creating your own art, you are just compared to people constantly and it is so exhausting because you're trying to stand out as an artist and yourself and it's like as soon as people are able to draw comparisons or specific sounds to different people they do it because it's easy yeah and it's like what lana del rey has to say is different to what taylor swift has to say is different to what ethel kane has to say so don't lump them all together yeah, and it's like, the so like in your own mind the Sonics could be similar, but also, no, no, just like songwriting. The fact that they're all good with words, yeah, they're like that. Yours are all the same. It's like, <clears throat> please show me, like, but it, but it's also it's that <clears throat> way of like, 
American teenager being compared to something on like Speak yeah. Now, for example, it's like you might try and draw a comparison there because personally, I don't personally think they sound the same. To me, they sound completely different. But because your conception or your absorption of female music is so small yeah. that you're a- that the only way that you- the only things that you're able to like draw from is like right okay I hear this track wow Taylor Swift speak now yeah and it also it's just okay. like see when you actually read the review it's nothing of it's honestly as if it's the album has been put down on some in front of someone that actually has no clue how to review music because there is not a breakdown of how each track as made up or anything. It just talks about how the fact that the songs are all too long and that, yeah, it's just too long. And that then it's just, it honestly just comes across as really nasty. Like, see that bit at the end where it's like that? Oh, who once let, me, let, let, let me read it out because it's honestly awful. It's so, it's so, so nasty. As captivating as mm. Kane's mood setting can be, Preacher's Daughter is such a slow burn, you periodically wonder if the flame is even still lit. Like, what the fuck? Like, and it's like, this is the thing, and, and it's the same thing to do with... It's it's the same to do with Jack Harlow's album to an extent as well. As much as I do believe that, obviously, Jack Harlow has a lot more major label backing and can probably deal with the criticism a lot more. Critics and people who review music forget that these are bodies of work created by an artist. And so you can have your individual opinions and you can post them, but that doesn't feel like a critique, that feels like an attack. Yeah, exactly. And as Charlie XCX said best, wearing the praying top, they don't build statues of critics. Exactly. So what was his name? I don't know, fucking son. Evan Ritalowski, trust, you will be dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> I said, when we're in New York, bitch, we're going to the pitch for offices. <laughs> Three yes. knocks at the door. Open the fuck up. <laughs> and you basically... Open up the safe, bitches got a lot to say. Bitches got a lot to say. And the press about me the other week. Miley, what's good? Evan, what's good? <laughs> Cara Delevingne, what a fucking freak. Coke core, but do you know what? Love her. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, so, do you know what? Azealia Banks. So, obviously, we've all seen those videos of her being, like, a complete and utter, like, just weirdo. But... Some so there's a video as well of like from a few years back where Cara Delevingne is on stage with Azalea like Banks, licking like leg. licking her and all this, and it obviously reads really uncomfortable. But like, yeah, Azalea was asked because Azalea Banks is back on Twitter. Azalea was asked what she thinks of Cara Delevingne, and she actually like broke it down and was like, me and Cara Delevingne are actually really, really good friends. She's one of the realest people I know. And cause somebody had accused Cara of being racist about the way that she was acting around Megan Thee Stallion. And she, Azealia was like, do you know what? She's one of the least racist white people that I know. Her sister, on the other hand, is a complete and utter fucking arsehole. And she was saying that Cara Delevingne obviously came in and came up in the industry pretty, um, pretty young. Okay, she has like an nepotism child. She comes from rich, rich money. Mm. But the way that her career went about was that she was like all over the world, pretty young, flying about by herself with people like taking advantage of her. 
And then turned, she's like, that's why she, like, she stepped away from modelling for ages. But yeah, she was just saying, so I mean, the videos are fucking weird. It's uncomfortable to watch. But then also there was one that was just before the event and Megan and Cara are literally walking like hand in hands laughing. And it's like, maybe they're just good judies. Maybe, but honestly, Cara Delevingne would go to the opening of a fucking envelope. And like... honestly, see if I was a celebrity, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that... I just you're think right... she was, like, on the enhancers of the party. Aye, but, like, what fucking enhancers? And also, like, it just... It's giving... It's... To me, as someone who's, like, taking it all in, it's giving desperate. It's giving... You are... It, yeah, it's like you can command a room or you can, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it's, like, weird. And also, like, to me, it feels like a white person trying to invade the space of a successful black person and to then capitalise off of that space. Yeah. Like, the same way of, like, hug going round and thinging Megan's, like, coat trails and, and stuff like that. And the thing that it's like, you, you know, was... You know you're getting in that picture. You know you're doing that time. Yeah. The same thing of her hopping on stage with Azealia, trying to, like her leg like Azealia's having her moment Megan's having a moment but here's this white bitch trying to get a piece of the moment was too the funniest thing was that she was like tossing that bit of fabric and it was the smallest bit of fabric of <laughs> mankind I was like what is the effect why does that keep fucking going <laughs> off which is kind of lot to say yeah I have more things travelling just been travelling a lot it's been exhausting that's all I have to say <laughs> <laughs> Julia, oh my God. So I was listening to an episode of Forbidden Fruit, Julia Fox's uh -huh. podcast. And she was talking about how when she was a sex worker, this girl was really, for some reason, just fucked off by her and pissed on all of her possessions. Well, all of Julia's? All of Julia's <laughs> possessions. So to retaliate, Julia got an enema bag, shat in the enema bag, put the funnel in the lassie's locker and released all the shit and like the douche water and like everything oh my god and, and you best believe that was dirty douche no, water because that bitch was eating like burger king and shit <laughs> like she wait she had can you imagine but do you know what that's iconic queen behavior like, isn't it also anne hathaway she has been serving. No, like, say, uh, do you know what? I have always, I have always said that I fucking love Anne Hathaway. It's like me and Spat were talking about this the other day. Actually, I have this real, real respect and admiration for a basic white bitch. Like <laughs> because you are one. <laughs> that. Like, see, just like see, like see, that's like typecast of like these Sally Rooney characters. Like, the person that plays... I have been watching Conversation of Friends. Um, but, like, see Dakota Johnson. Like, okay, she's an actress and all that, but, like, see, other than that, all she has is just, like, this pretty white bitch. Same with Anne Hathaway. I just really respect that. They don't try and claim that they're all this, all that. All they do is be pretty and look good and pretty dresses. <laughs> gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> but Anne Great, Hathaway has been, <laughs> has been looking gorgeous. And Bella Hadid just touched down in Khan. So you best believe. But also, she's just announced that she's doing NFTs, and I said... Don't love. Don't, don't. Cyber don't Bella. Love. Like, Cyber also, Bella. like, how... Like, this is the thing, is that I understand that the future is here and, like, our consumption of digital, digital media is evolving and stuff like that, but NFTs, are you being fucking serious? Like, like fucking grow up. I know, genuinely. I have been watching Conversations of Friends, so not... 
as good as normal people. Yeah, that's what I heard. But also, that was my favorite. When I read both the books, that was my favorite out of the other. Oh, the two. compared yeah. to normal people. Yeah, and I do love Jemima Kirk when she was in Giddles. Jemima um, Puddle Duck fucks the ducks. What? <laughs> you used to say that in school. <laughs> I don't know where you were going to school. But yeah, I mean, I would say that I'll probably watch it, but I'm actually not going to. You don't have time. No. Does anyone... No, I don't. Also, it was in all the magazines at the time. Do you want to talk, talk about Drag Race? Oh, the new one? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously All Stars, the All Winners season came out, and that's... Good. It is good. It's good. I mean, I've got. I'll always like. I'll. I'll be like actively consume the British and the American ones. I've seen some of the Canada ones. The Vivian on it is just doing my fucking head. But do you know but... what? She has painted and she like. She's really good at makeup. That bitch has filler. Yeah, but do you know what? They all do. They, like genuinely, it's like the Drag Race. Like going on as a twink, going on Drag Race to them becoming a full filler bitch pipeline. And do you know what? Obsessed. The Vivian looks good. She looks really good. Um, we should just talk about Snatch Game because it's the only episode we've yeah, actually fully watched. It was really, really good. It was good. Like, um, Jinx Monsoon is just fucking, like, such a well-rounded person. Yeah. And the fact, because I was looking at this yesterday, she is younger or the same age as Shakily. Literally like 33 years old. No way. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? That is wild. She looks about 52. And Raja's 47. You can tell. Aye, but she looks Aye. good. I fucking love Raja. But yeah, no, I'm really... And do you know what I just said? This season, it just feels like it's a good... Like, it's just a good um, representation of what good drag is. It's like there's no... They should season. honestly do, because also it's like... It's it provides good entertainment when you actually get good people on yeah. the show. Do you know what I mean? That's why that snatch game was so fucking good. Like I mean, I mean, apart from Evie Oddly's, that like, that was bad. Request. But uh, <laughs> but everyone else's, it was like, oh my god, this is hilarious. Like Trinity's Satan, that was that really was. funny. <laughs> that was so funny. It was like, and I also like when she explained her character. Like I didn't expect for the. The way that it was edited as well, I just didn't expect for the Satan to be like that. But it also makes so much sense because obviously everyone attributes like Satan to like kind of like queer aesthetics and the way that a queer person is or whatever. But even when RuPaul was like, and we have on Satan and she's like, hey girl, hey! Yeah, like like actually, that is so funny. So funny. <laughs> yes, bitch, you better work. <laughs> like so funny. Do you know what? I really actually do enjoy Trinity and she's really good at drag, but after all that Reddit shit, I'm just like What oh, Reddit shit? That she was on when All Stars Four, I think the season that she was on was Aiden. She was like on the Reddit on the Reddit's on Reddit pretending to be like a black trans woman and all oh, this. Fuck. Also, isn't she meant to be like trans? Oh, she had said something that alluded to that, and in reality, she was just getting made Botox. Right. <laughs> I'm like, ah, me and old doll. <laughs> I, I, I do think that there should Trinity be... Trinity the talk. I do think there should be some critique of her doing Caitlyn Jenner and kind of, like, what that means. And, like... But it was good. It was, <laughs> it was good, but also, like... Mm, Pretty in the face, like, Caitlyn. But a bitch from a game like Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> that their saucy Santana lyrics, by the way. Yeah, we would Pretty never. in the face, like, Caitlyn. But a bitch from a game like Bruce. Like, honestly, lyricism, so Like, good. you know, Lashley and that bitch so has just signed a record deal, so you best believe we will be popping a proof. Uh, 
final thoughts? Um, um, Chloe at Courtney's wedding, she looked fucking so, gorgeous. So, so I actually do have a lot to say about this. Right, go on. Um, Bitch, we've been recording for 100 minutes. Yeah, but a majority of it's going to have to be cut, cut the fuck I just out. Like, I'm like, ah, you had one sip of wine. Well! <laughs> <laughs> but, so, the whole thing with Courtney and Travis Baker's wedding was that it was a paid pre-planned promotion and for what? revival for Dolce and Gabbana. So, oh. if, you, if you've paid attention to fashion and, like, you know like what goes on in the fashion stratosphere, you'll know that like, I think maybe four years ago, the Dolce and Gabbana literally were like, said all this horrible racist shit. Yeah, yeah, and completely canceled. And ever since then, they've been like doing, still been doing runway shows. They've been getting like celebrities, like men, Camilla Cabello, Shawn Mendes and all that walked. And like, it was just not giving. Everyone was like that, this is trashy, trashy, trashy. And the annoying thing is that see all the archive Dolce & Gabbana is fucking cunt. Gorgina. Like, gorgine. Like, that whole religious Catholicism aesthetic is so stunning. Like, so good. And Heavenly when it's... Bodies. No, genuinely, neither of us do. No. <laughs> That's hellish bodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> Hellish bodies. <laughs> Stop. 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 Hellish <laughs> hellish bodies are in Catholicism. Literally. But aim <laughs> um, so They've because the funny <laughs> the funny thing was as well that just a few years before Dolce and Gabbana had literally named the Kardashians as the trashiest family on the planet, but they knew that this was the best way. And don't get me wrong, this is the annoying thing. Chloe, Chloe's outfit, fucking gorgeous. The tr- the veil of that Courtney wore, Gorgeous. stunning. I do appreciate what she was trying to do with this whole mid dress wedding moment, but like the actual and the way that the wedding set and all that was done, it was gorgeous. But right, okay, it's working. Yeah, out. sort of. We had a wee technical hitch there. A few technical hitches. Oh, but right, see, a couple of technical bitches. <laughs> Heavenly bodies and the technical bitches. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, there was a lot of gorgeous garments, but it just falls, like, short because it's, like, this has just been, like, this whole big thing for them to revive their brand's name. That's interesting. It's so ugly how when you become so rich or famous or you just have, like, so much... Notoriety or social capital that everything is just like a money game. Like genuinely, like, you can't I th- even have a gorgeous. I wedding. thought that these bitches were pulling out looks, no. bitch. But suddenly, because you'll see as well, Chloe had like uploaded. She was obviously like maybe had a few wee wines, like a few wee prosexies. Like I don't know what she was up to in Italy, but she put up an Instagram story two times. You know how like sometimes you put up an Instagram story mm. and then it uploads three times. You're like that, what the fuck? She'd put it up twice and it was like off an Instagram account and she was obviously in that gorgeous dress and she hadn't tagged Dolce & Gabbana the first time and then, so that story went up when it was just supposed and then she uploaded the second one. She was like, in my custom Dolce & Gabbana oh, fit no. and it's like, 
it's just this, like, it's, and obviously, like, whatever, the Kardashians are, like, notorious for just, like, sailing out and all that. And, like, whatever, you can appreciate what they do without consuming everything. But I was just, like, at the way that, like, Chris Jenner has obviously helped mastermind this and mm. it's fucking worked like that bitch. Whether or not it was for a good cause, like, the bitches... Oh, the bitches be taught... Because it's now, like... The whole thing was that Dolce & Gabbana were wanting to revive their brand name and it's done it because everyone's talking about them. Mm. But I didn't even know that. Well, that's good. But also, it's not because if you had known that it was a paid, you might have viewed the images differently. Yeah, true, true, true. Because before we were like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I was like, you better slay, you stupid <laughs> slut. she died, she looked gorgeous. Like, see that headdress? Like, stunning. Stunning, but... There's only so many, but there's only so many times, like I do watch the Kardashians on Disney Plus, and it's that. it's good. But see, when you see that bitch, like she's she is trying. That bitch is trying to hard. Going to say she with is tr- trans. With tr- <laughs> 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 if I get picked compared to you trannies, I don't mind being compared to a tranny. You're all gorgeous and you're all so stunning. And- I think that there is only so much respect I can have for someone who is literally, like, Tristan has literally cheated on you multiple times. Once when you were literally, like, in labour. And as you're, like, talking about starting another but family the, with but him the on thing, the, And the, the thing show. was as well, and obviously the Kardashians have had their fair share of controversy, but see the way that... The, well, see when it was Jordan Woods originally... Kylie's literal only black friend, as far as I'm concerned. Like, like wow. the way that they all publicly shunned her and like got like a, a public frenzy towards her. And obviously with that, there is so much racism that comes with that. Mm. For her to have this complete and utter public outcry and outrage to then allow him Bring back into yeah. And it's just like that. And for what? And do you know what? Jordan's got the last laugh, honestly. Like, I get that. But it's, it's also just fundamentally, it's just, like, embarrassing. And also, like, again, we spoke about it before, but the way that the Kardashians are just, like, the same way as, like, when Kim was talking about starving herself or, like, yeah. even or specifically on the show when Courtney sat and said, I don't think of Caitlyn as Penelope's grandmum. Like, what and would And le- would literally publicly call her by her dead name. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, like what? Like, what the fuck? You can like as mu- I have no respect for Caitlyn Jenner at all, but I wouldn't sit and fucking say all uh, that unless like, you were singing that song sometimes. No, like, <laughs> that's what like no. pretty in the face, like Caitlyn. But like that is, I think as trans people, that is no, of course, that, that, that is, is that is our thing to laugh yeah, at. Exactly. We, can, like, we can laugh at that, but. For her sis stepchildren to sit and do all that. Yeah, I know. It's literally, yeah. The whole way that the whole family handled that whole Caitlyn thing was just that whole Caitlyn thing. I am (laughs) Caitlyn's wee thing. (laughs) The way your whole family handled that wee lords thing. (laughs) They were handling it by putting it right in the van. (laughs) (laughs) A drag queen! That shit has been going on for too long. <laughs> too long. Y'all see how stressed my shit is? <laughs> um, we're probably going to sound this one out now. Yeah. Because we have been recording for a long time. We're probably going to cut a lot out because Miss Thing, me being Miss Thing, <laughs> has been very drunk and I have been talking Are about you really drunk? some 
Hopefully you won't be able to hear about because <laughs> I have been running my mouth. She's been running. In the game like Bruce. <laughs> so we're going to sound off. We don't know what next week's episode is about yet. No, well, and we are, really are going to set up an email as soon yeah. as Lou can be asked. Yeah, but um, she'll be never. <laughs> I'll do um, that after this, actually. And we'll announce the email with the episode which comes out today, which you're listening to right now. Um, but yeah, final thought, trans supremacy now. Yeah, trans rights now and forever. And listen to Preacher's Daughter. Dubai. Dubai. Dubai.